Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wise Woman Podcast, featuring leading voices in 2020, supporting women to fully show up, connect to their feminine authenticity and truth. I am your host, Erin Rachel Doppel, bringing light to the marriage between Eastern practices and Western psychology, while encouraging you to show up for yourself and the world around you. May this be your time to shine. May you show up. In this episode, we have Erin Claire Jones, expert on human design. Human design is the energetic blueprint of your life decided by where you were born, what time, and the place. Erin talks us through how human design can be used to build relationships, business, and a life more intuitive to your natural energetic blueprint. This was a shocking and very interesting conversation for me, and I'm so excited to share it with you. Enjoy. Erin, thank you so much for being here on the Wise Woman Podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yay. So tell us about your path, really cultivating this conversation that's so needed around human design. Mm -hmm. So for those new to human design, I work with a system that basically gives us our energetic DNA around how we're designed to make decisions, communicate, work within teams, all the things. And it is based on your exact time, date, and place of birth. I don't think I really predicted I would be doing this, but you know, we never really know what path we're going to end up on. But I came from the world. I had worked at a lot of startups and um, early companies and loved it, but also just observed that like no one quite knew how to work together. Like there was just like a lot of excitement and amazing people and big ideas, but like the functionality of the teams was very much lacking. And I think I, on the side, I was always exploring a lot of different, just like personal development and just different systems because like, I love doing that. And when I discovered human design in 2015, it just felt like this powerful bridge because it is so like, there's so much information and it's endless, but it's also like so actionable and simple and practical. And I knew that it could not only have an impact on the individual level and kind of helping us just transform our own lives and get into alignment, but also just on the company level, kind of really helping engineer teams that are more functional and like helping people really understand each other. So I was pretty sold when I was first introduced to it. And it's been like such a wild journey building it. I think the first couple of years, people were not ready for it. And it really wasn't until early 2018 that people were really ready. And it's been just so cool to share it in such a big way. So human design is this energetic blueprint. And how many different algorithms are there? About 2 billion. Oh, um, there's a lot, but at the, high, at the highest level, there are five different types. So there are obviously ways to simplify. Um, but, but yeah, everyone is like, I mean, I worked with probably 2,500 people. Like no one's really the same, you know, they all have kind of different configurations and ways of doing things, which is so cool. What are those five? So the five types are manifesting generators, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. Do you want to hear a little bit about each? Yes. Okay. So manifesting generators and generators are basically the majority of the population. These are the people that really have the energy and the life force to kind of build and create and make things happen. They're like our doers, our builders, our creators. Most important thing in the world is that they're really doing work that is deeply satisfying to them. Because the idea is that when they're kind of investing their energy into relationships and projects and opportunities that are just like naturally energizing, 
it basically create energy for the rest of us, you know, and I think it's, it's the opposite. And when they're not doing that. And so the best thing for them to do is really like ask themselves, like, what are the things that are just like naturally kind of pulling them towards it? And what are things that are just like very depleting and draining? And how can they funnel more energy into those other things? Um, their strategy in human design is all about allowing life to come to them. So rather than chasing after things or trying to initiate, it's kind of trusting their own magnetism and knowing the more they commit their energy to things that feel good, the more magnetic they become. Then we have projectors. So you and I are both projectors. Have you gone deeply into what it means to be a projector? No, I'm so excited to hear though. Oh, cool. So projectors are really here to be our advisors, our leaders, our guides, our teachers. They do not have that same consistent access to energy as generators or manifesting generators do. Projectors are very much meant to work in spurts. So like really like leveraging the energy when it's there and really taking rest when it's not. And it's also just like honoring the fact that your value is like not in how hard you work or how much you do. It's just like in the way that you see the world and in your perspective. And so it's kind of cultivating that unique way of seeing the world as much as you can and not getting lost in like doing, 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 because the kind of joke, but reality is that projectors are meant to work like three hours a day which I know is like not always feasible. That sounds amazing to me. (laughs) Good. It's basically three hours of like real output and then spending the rest of time like really like input, like taking in stuff, learning, exploring. Um, And the strategy for projectors, well, one other piece I'd mentioned is that projectors tend to be very sensitive to energy in general. So they can just like really penetrate into people and make them feel incredibly seen or recognized. So they can be really good in, you know, position of a manager, CEO, kind of just guiding the energy of a team. Also like as a coach, kind of penetrating into people and helping them guide their own energy. So they're really here to be the guides more than anything else. And their strategy is all about waiting to be recognized and invited. So rather than again, initiating and chasing after things, it's kind of waiting for like real recognition and like a real invitation before you engage. That basically is confirmation that somebody like sees you for who you are and is like going to value you showing up as a projector and kind of in your own magic. I think when I first discovered this, I was like, oh my God, this sounds so passive. How am I supposed to build a business? And like, I think what I always remind projectors is that like about is that it's so key to really kind of make yourself visible and available. Like let people know that like you do what you do and share what you do in a very broad way so the right people can find you. How does that all resonate with you? It really immensely resonates, especially I'm in between so many different trips and the three hour workday. It's it's something I talk to my, few, my all my entrepreneurs about as well. When the passion is their work and when it's not, take a step back. Exactly. And like not trying to keep up or making yourself wrong for it. So important. Go ahead. So just so everyone has a background, before Erin and I hopped on, she asked me for my birthday the time I was born and where I was birthed into the world. Mm -hmm. And so those are the three deciding factors to find out what your human design is. Exactly. Exactly. And there are lots of sites online. The one on my website is aaronclairjones.com slash look up, but you can enter your information there and you'll see, you'll see like a crazy looking chart. Um, it can be a little bit overwhelming, but like your job is not to analyze it, you know? So I think the most important pieces to look at are the type and the strategy and the authority and the type and the strategy are the pieces we're going through right now. Um, so we, then we have manifestors and manifestors are really the ones that are here to kind of initiate and get things started. They're the ones that are here to make the first move, kind of make things happen, get the ball rolling. Um, most important to these people is freedom and autonomy and control. So they can really struggle if they're in a position where they're being told what to do or like manage in any way. Like they're really here to do things in their own way, on their own terms. And so within a company, they often thrive if they have just like ultimate freedom. It's like, this is your domain. Do what you please. Let us know how it goes. Or if they're really working for themselves and kind of create that autonomy on their own. 
schedule. And so their strategy is all about initiating. So they're really here to make the first move, not always to do all the building, but just to get things started and also around informing. So once they've decided that they want to do something, it's reflecting on all the people that decision is going to impact and making sure they let them know and keep them informed and in the know. And then we have reflectors and reflectors are about 1% of the population. So very much a minority. And these are people that are really like very sensitive to their physical environment. So they basically take in everything in their environment and mirror it back. Like you can really get a sense of like how a space or community or team is doing just by how the reflector is showing up. And so most important thing for them to do is choose to be in spaces that feel really good to them. They also tend to have a very flexible identity. And so they might over the course of a month have periods where they feel like, a generator, like a manifesting generator, like a projector, like a reflector, like they're always just kind of like mutating. And so it's about kind of allowing themselves to be as fluid as they naturally are rather than try to put themselves in a one box. And they also just have this very powerful perspective where they can really see things that other people miss. And so it's really good for them to be in a place where that wisdom is kind of really recognized and invited in. Um, and their strategy is also around kind of waiting to be recognized and like initiated into really sharing their wisdom. So that is super high level, the three different, five different types. Beautiful. And so I'm bringing Aaron to speak to the entrepreneurs in the certificate of mindfulness and well-being strategy of business coaching program. And the reason I really want you to come is to, it's, it's almost why I love biohacking so much, how you can use your own system to support your work. So how can we use human design to support our businesses? So, you know, there's so many layers to it. I think like my experience with human design is it's not often telling people stuff they don't know. It's like telling people stuff they do know and like never have really allowed themselves to step into. So there's just like a real sense of relief. It's like, I can be that. I can build a business like that. And so, you know, I think there's like, oh God, there's so much. But I think that like the type and strategy is important. Like, you know, for example, for me as a projector business owner, like I know that I cannot do it all on my own. So like I will always have like a generator or manifesting generator business partner or those people on my team because like they just like bring the energy to make things happen in a way that I can't do in isolation. Um, and, you know, some, like similarly, like, you know, if you're a manifesting generator, it's like you've got this amazing like energy and life force. I forgot to mention like the difference between the two is that manifesting generators often thrive when they have their energy in a lot of things at once, not just in one thing. But like if they're working at a company, like they move so fast that they might like skip some steps along the way. So they're going to need people that can like handle the mundane step-by-step piece so they can kind of be in the powerful creative flow. So one, it helps us get really clear on what support we need. You know, there's another piece of human design that is around how we're meant to make decisions. So whether it's our gut, our intuition, our emotions, whether it's speaking things out loud, we all have different ways that we're meant to just like know whether or not something's right for us. So that is so important in business to like not make decisions from us trying to like rationalize and make sense of things and convince ourselves in or out of a thing, but just like kind of like tuning into the most reliable source of just like authority within us that tells us which direction to go. Um, you know, and there's another layers around like how we're here to manifest our purpose. Like some people are very much here to kind of do it through community. Other people are here to like be deep investigators, like understand all the details. Other people are just here to be naturals at what they do. So like, and then I think also, you know, we can look at like what teams you work best in. Like, you know, for you, it's like, you definitely like projectors are really here to lead from the outside. They're not really here to like be in the hustle of it all, but like partnership and collaboration are going to be so important for you. Whereas other people might feel like that partnership is like way more um, confining for them and they need a different kind of freedom. So I think it just gives us all these like very tactical tools to kind of build something in a way that feels so aligned with our nature and is so often different than what we've been taught. Because human design really has taught me that like there's no one size fits all approach at all. It's like 
just because something worked for me does not mean it will work for you. It's like, this is what your design says about your makeup, you know? And then it's kind of up to you to play with it and experiment and see what happens when you line with it. So now that I know I'm a projector, what are some practices I can implement today? So one is like just paying attention to where you feel the really like the most recognized and invited in, knowing that like recognition is invitation and invitation is like everything for you. Do you feel like that invitation piece has been true in your life or do you feel like you've done more of the initiating? I absolutely. It's so interesting. I was just talking about this in my women's circle yesterday. Yes, there's certain organizations where, I mean, they... I'm always invited. They adore having me and they treat me with so much love and affection. So yes, that absolutely exists. Yeah. And just knowing that that's where like so much of your value can really come out is in those spaces when you're, when you're so recognized and invited in. And so just like honor those spaces. I think for you in particular, like your decision-making is what we call emotional. So it basically means that you really are not designed to make decisions in the moment. It's really important to kind of really give yourself time to sleep on things before you fully commit. So rather than like being impulsive or spontaneous about these new commitments, being like, you know what, this sounds great, but like, let me like take a beat and see if this is really true for me. Um, do you feel like you take your time when you make decisions or do you feel like you're make decisions more impulsively? I make decisions emotionally for sure. And I do take time. I let myself sleep on a lot of things, but it's yeah. something I had to work on for a very long time. I was always a very impulsive person, spoke what was on my heart immediately. And it led me into, those were not the best situations. Yeah. And it's so funny because like as an emotional projector, I am too. It just means that like we kind of are always experiencing this emotional wave of just like highs and lows and highs and lows. And it's so natural. But like the most important thing for us is to not make decisions on the higher low of an emotional wave, but basically wait for the sense of like clarity and calm and like not feeling super emotional when we commit. So if we're like super high place like we're very vulnerable to saying yes to like literally everything and then on the other side like if we're in a low we might say too many no's so just kind of waiting for that place of clarity and calm from which to make a decision um you know also as a projector i think that like it's really about honoring just the ebbs and flows of your energy it sounds like you do that pretty naturally there are a lot of areas in our design in which and i'm moving beyond the projector piece only because like that's just the first piece there's so many other layers like there's so many other aspects of our design especially this one I'm referring to now where we're kind of like open and sensitive to taking in other people's energy. So we can like really get a sense of like where we can get the most taken off track. And so it's really useful to know those areas so you can kind of make sure you stay in alignment. So like one for you is that like you're somebody who's incredibly sensitive to your physical space. And so like one of the best things that you can do is choose to just be in spaces that feel good. And basically by doing that, it makes you available for like the right people, the right opportunities, the right, like how meetings will go better. Like it's just so, so important for you. And so I think just like, you know, making sure your city feels good, your home feels good. Like when you're traveling, making sure your hotels or Airbnbs or wherever you're staying feels good, you know, if it doesn't feel good, leave. And like, if you're going to have a meeting with someone or going to date with someone, you should always choose the place because you are so, you're going to take in so much in your environment. This is so true to me. I feel like my family would laugh if they, if they heard this, I am, I look up hotels. I make sure there's so much natural lighting. I don't like to sit in booths at restaurants. I dreamed of having an apartment like I have right now with so much light and plants and greenery. Yes, this is very high level true for me. And even what stimulates me is, is being in like a nice physical space. Totally. And it, again, it just like makes you so much more available to like attract the right people in, the right clients, all those things. And 
tied with that is also, you know, I mentioned this a little bit with the reflectors. So you also do have this piece where your identity is kind of meant to be very flexible, where you might feel a little bit different around different people or in different spaces. So the shadow for you would be like always like trying to figure out who you are and like searching for the perfect place to live, the perfect like job, the perfect partner. And like so much of your work is honestly just like being like, this is who I am today and it's going to keep changing and that's perfect. And like my role is not to figure out who I am. It's like just to be in the right place and trust that like it's going to keep mutating and that's exactly how I meant to operate. <clears throat> Makes sense? Yeah, this makes perfect sense. I'm getting the chills. That's how I know it's, it's super true. Absolutely. So who I am, who I am today, that's something that's a, I'm going to bring that in my journaling and morning practice. Yeah. So what about for other human designs? So for majority of the population, they would fall into manifestors. Mm -hmm. Manifesting generators. So, you know, I think that so there are lots of different ways of making decisions. So I think there are some people that are emotional like you. Um, there are other people that are what we call sacral, and they're basically me meant to make decisions in the moment based on their gut response. Um, there are other people that are called splenic, which is kind of like all around their intuition, which is very different than the gut response. Intuition is just like a quiet knowing, a, feel, a like resonance with something. These people opposite to you are meant to be incredibly impulsive in how they make decisions, very spontaneous. As soon as they get that intuitive knowing, it's about acting. There's some people that are meant to make decisions based on whether or not their heart's in it. It's very ego-driven. It's like, will this decision truly take care of me? Like, do I really have the willpower for this? There's some people that are meant to just like speak things out loud and see sort of what emerges when they do. Reflectors are meant to give themselves a full 30 days before they commit. Um, and so they kind of need to ride like a full lunar cycle to actually know a decision's correct for them. So I think like, you know, there's so many layers, but I do think looking at your authority next is so important to kind of look at how you're really designed to make decisions in ways that are correct for you, you know, and then just some examples of like the different areas in which people are kind of sensitive to taking in other people's energy. Like, you know, people can be like hyper empathic, you know, they can take in um, other people's fears and anxieties. They might feel like they need to always be in a rush. They're always taking in people's stress. There are people that are so vulnerable to like just ideas from everywhere and into you are like that. And in doing so, you might like lose focus and get scattered a little bit if you try to pursue them all. So it's like knowing that all the ideas that come to you, you're not meant to pursue, you know? So those are really helpful areas. You know, one other piece I didn't mention, but is useful is also people looking at their profile. The profile is basically how you're here to manifest your purpose. And so one small tactical example for you, just so people can hear what that kind of information gives is that you're basically meant to build your like business and life through your community and through the people that you know and through your friendships and through your network. And so, and like everything is like meant to happen like through referrals. And so basically the best thing that you can do is to just like cultivate your relationships and your network and your community, because that's where all your opportunities are meant to come from. It's even dating, like apps can be hard for these people, for these people. It's like meeting people through people that they know, you know, like having like current clients bring in the next client. So it's just like about kind of cultivating that network as a way to kind of bring more to you. How does that land for you? It's beautiful. It deeply resonates. And I want to talk about that, that chart that's on your website that really is human design. Does it have to do with the, where the planets are when you're birthed? Yeah. So it has to do with ideas that human design is a quantum system. And what I mean by that is it just integrates a lot of different ones. So it brings together 
astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, quantum physics, genetics, biochemistry, like all in a one master system. And so it does, where the planets are plays a huge role. Um, and when you look at a human design chart, you'll kind of see all the different pieces. Like you'll see all the planets around it. You'll see like the um, hexagram from the I Ching. You'll see the tree of life through in like the different chart from the Kabbalah. You'll see all the different energy centers, all the different chakras. So like it is so cool. And the fact that it's not just one thing and it just kind of pulls pieces because there's so much truth in all of it. You know, and I think when this when the system was first arrived, it was very much like this is the first 21st century system of its kind. And I imagine there'll be more, but like we just haven't had a system that brings together all those pieces in such a profound way. That's where I've seen it before. I spend a lot of time in, in Israel and I actually, uh. yes, and I actually just launched a retreat in October um, for anyone listening who wants to come to Israel with me in October, but I study Kabbalah. And that's where I've seen this diagram uh, before. Cool. That's amazing. I, I, yeah, I looked at it like as if it was an old friend and now it makes uh, perfect sense. Totally. So cool. That is so yeah. cool. It's so weird and so familiar. Like even in sessions when I bring it up for people, I'm always, I'll always ask like, do you want me to keep it up or like, you know, turn it away and uh, turn it off. And they just like, they're so intrigued by it. Like it is all these weird numbers and colors, but there's just something very familiar to it. How did you get into human design? I, it was so, you know, serendipitous as I, I imagine it's all of life is, but I think that I, um, I was, I live in New York city and I was sitting at a gathering in 2015 and there was this guy and this guy, I felt like I knew him. Like he looked like someone I'd met in like a yoga class and we ended up talking and then he pulled up my human design chart. I'd never heard of human design. It was totally for him. And he started just telling me all this stuff about myself. And it felt just like so deeply resonant. And like on just like a cellular level, I was just like, this is just me. But wow, have I like never allowed myself to own any of this. Um, you know, and then he like based on kind of you can look with human design, you can look at what we call composite charts. So you can look at what happens when two people come together. You can look at team charts, like what happens when like a whole team comes together. But his reaction was immediately like, we're meant to work together. Like we've got so much synergy in just like our potential to build a business. And so he ended up inviting me in to build a business with him. So I worked with him for a couple of years before I took off on my own. But it was just like, again, it was so serendipitous. I very much took my time with it. I very much committed to it before I really understood a whole lot of it. It was just like such a like intuitive thing where I was just like, this just like makes sense. People need it. I am full body all the way in. He was like, what? <laughs> so I was just, and yeah, I, I definitely took my time with it, but it was really so intriguing to me. And I think it was just, again, I think there's so many amazing systems out there, but I think that I found that so many systems like give us information, but we don't always know what to do with it. And I think what I appreciated about human design was just like the actionable nature where like the minute I heard that stuff, I could like bring it into my life the next day. And like, as people go deeper and deeper, they can start to integrate more and more information into it. Wow. Yeah. I love it. I love that full body. Yes. When you hear something and it re resonates on a cellular oh, level. I know. And I'm just like, I remember, and like, again, I did take my time before committing to building a business with him, but like, he was just like, I can't believe you're so sure. And I was like, I have no idea why I am. I just like know that like I, it will be confirmed later down the line, like why this feels important to me. But for now, I just know that it does. So you mentioned blueprint, which is 30 pages of context on your personal human design. And this is something on your website. So if people wanted to get that for themselves, what would that look like? 
Um, so one of my offerings is this blueprint, which is basically a 30 page PDF kind of walking through all the pieces we talked about today and so much more. And so, um, there's, it's on my website. It's just erinclairjones.com slash blueprint. We can do a discount code for your audience if you want. And it's a great place to get started. You know, I think that it can be a difficult thing to decode. So the intention is to just give you all the core pieces you need without having to like understand the whole chart and like where it all comes from. And so hopefully making it the most actionable as possible. So how has understanding that you're a projector impacted your relationships, your business, your life? I mean, just in like all the ways. And it's so funny because like I have actually just worked with so many of my friends. And so when I walk into a gathering, I literally know what everyone is. I'm always just like, it's just such a cool filter um, through which I kind of see life now. But I think that I've, you know, my business has very much all been around making myself visible. Like just like sharing and like spreading what I do in a very broad way. And like in doing so, it's attracted so many people and made me so available for invitations. So, and it's been really about honoring the ebbs and flows of my energy and having a business partner that like handles all the things that I'm not meant to. I think historically I've been like, but I want to learn a business and the strategy and all this stuff. And like, it's just been really nice to be like, this is a thing that I'm really gifted at. I'm going to stick with that. Um, and I think, you know, romantically, like my partner's a generator. He's a totally different type than me. He makes decisions in the moment. He needs to understand all the details of things. I'm much more trusting on a high level. I'm like, if it works, it works. We're good. And so I think it's been so useful for us to understand our designs because I think we get really tripped up when we expect someone to be like different than what they are or like more similar to us. And so I think human design kind of just gives us the language to understand our differences and the tools to navigate through them with a whole lot more grace. And so... It's, and that's why I love working with teams and co-founders and couples. But I think that it's been so transformative in our relationship because like we just have a language for like, oh, I see exactly what's happening now. Oh, you're going through an emotional wave. I'm going to take a step back. Like just this stuff that's been so useful for us. And so I think that it's, I really do recommend starting to dive in with yourself. But I think in relationship, it provides just such a deeper understanding of how the people around you operate and how you can ask questions and communicate and support them in a way that actually supports them and kind of their path and their alignment. I use cycle syncing and morning routine and Ayurveda and the chakra system to really help people radically show up for themselves and their life. And I'm, I see how human design encompasses all of that. Yeah. So cool. It's so cool. (laughs) It's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's been so cool. And like, I think, you know, the first couple of years that I was sharing it and exploring it, like everyone was like, what are you talking about? This is so weird. Like, and I was just like, when are people going to know this is so cool? And it's just like, it was really in 2018 that the awareness just started like skyrocketing. And it's been like such a crazy journey since then, but it just feels like people are so ready for it, you know, and I just can't wait to see how it keeps growing and expanding. Beautiful. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So what else do you have coming up? Where can people find you? So um, if you want to do sessions, I also do sessions and also couples and partnerships and teams. Um, I live in New York, but I'm going to the West Coast in about a week and a half, March 1st through 11th, San Francisco and LA. So I'm doing some deep dive workshops there, which are like a great way to dive in and then in-person sessions. So if you're on the West Coast and interested, would love to work with you. Um, but all the information is on my, actually not all of it, a lot of it's on my website, but you can also find me on Instagram at Erin Claire Jones and um, message me there too. Beautiful. And Erin, if you had advice or wisdom to share with all the wise women in the world, what would you share with them? Honestly, I feel like it just always comes back to just like trusting yourself and like in the way that 
we're all meant to operate so differently. And so often we don't give ourselves permission to do that. And so I think human design is one tool of many that just like, is like, oh my God, I'm so different. I'm allowed to be different. So I think just like trusting what feels right to you and knowing that it might look so different than the people around you. And that's exactly how it's meant to be. Beautiful. Aaron, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course. Everyone, thank you so much for listening and learning about human design. As always with podcasts, we need high rating subscribers and comments to receive good standing and to continue sharing wise words with women around the globe. So please comment, subscribe, rate us. We love hearing from you. Big love and looking forward to chatting again next week. Thanks so much. Mm